The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Tonight on Blitz, the Bills held their own on Sunday, but do moral victories matter? Plus, does Drew Brees secretly hate his defense? And what's the worst sports bet you've ever lost? All that and more, so sit back and crack a cold one. It's time to get Blitz. Welcome to Blitz, where we talk NFL and rate popular drinks at the same time. We're back <laughs> from a two-week break we on our it. Mexican we holiday. Need, we need it. You especially need another two-week break, but we'll talk about that later. Maybe. And my only advice <laughs> is don't ever buy margaritas from a guy selling ponchos and wacky tobacco <laughs> stuff on the beach. Did he sell sunscreen? <laughs> he said it was rated <laughs> SPF trays. Is that trays? good? Trays? Is is that three or thirty? I don't. I don't speak <laughs> I don't know. Mexican. It was his accent. It was awkward. It really was. Or was that? Was there a negative? Was Tell you what's awkward minus? is his fucking face. <laughs> well, the sunburn's bad too. Oh! <laughs> is it bad enough that I'm gonna shed my skin like a fucking boa constrictor? You are going to be just nasty. It's just going to, like, fall off. It'll be in your cereal and your food. It's just going to be nasty. Look at that. So, Coach, other than my third-degree burns, yeah. did anything else happen while we were away? Oh, wait! Oh. The Patriots lost back-to-back -back games. <laughs> Boom. Boom. And I'd like to say the whole gang is back in the studio tonight, but... A rookie's out tonight with uh, Casey Mono. There's no one over there. No. And, of course, our producer Clippy is away again, bringing his attendance record for the season to four and nine. If you're a redhead, do you automatically get Mono at some point? Yes. That's what happens. Okay. Yes. Make sure. uh, making Clippy the Jacksonville Jaguars of our show. <laughs> Minus the cool Gardner <laughs> Minshew yes, vibe. <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't get to claim that at all. Fuck you, Clippy. Uh, so there's lots to cover tonight, including the metaphorical shootout in new orleans metaphorical well if you say shootout in new orleans it's a little bit oh get it? right yeah. right right thank you so the non-literal shootout yes okay. the non-literal shootout right. in, in new orleans right. Right. a moral non victory in buffalo and the best refereeing we've seen in some time in Ooh. new england <laughs> <laughs> 
And my notes say we'd like to welcome the sub who's filling in for the rookie, but it does say that. It does say that, but, but I don't as see you that. can see, the sub is missing in action. Well, it's almost like he's here, though. In a way. I mean, it's true. <laughs> When you think about the kind of effort the guy gives, yeah, yeah it's yeah. almost like he's yeah, he's, he's delivering as per normal. So I think that this host intro, which was made for the sub, is actually perfect. Let's let's run <laughs> with, it, with shall no, we? No changes. Let's just do it. <laughs> Introducing tonight's starting lineups: the coach. Seriously, I did not know about this. This is so awesome. The sub. Stop staring at me. You're making it's this possible. weird. And stats. I'm just the stats guy. I have oh. no idea. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. That's, That's my thing. kind of my thing. Pretty, good, pretty great intro, oh, huh? The, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was good when he was going to be here, and it's even better now. I, it, you know, sometimes you just nail these things. It's all good. Thank you very much. Okay, tonight to celebrate the Patriots' back-to-back -back losses and that moral victory in Buffalo that we'll get to later. Tonight, we're drinking the Buffalo mm. Bills Table Smash Cocktail. Let me just bring it up on screen here. Look at this. I got it. There like, it is. What? What's up? Actual, like, wood in here. Look no, at that. That's mint. This is, this is legit. That's mint. Yeah. It's fake. Which is bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup, and mint garnish. Huh. So that pathetically easy schedule. Oh, it looks similar, too. That the Patriots had early in the season is coming back to bite them in the ass. Wouldn't you say? Sorry, I'm just making sure the drink can be seen. Yes, 100%. Yes. Okay, so. All the rumors were true. My question is. Right? Coach. Yes. Do we try this first? Yeah, yeah, let's oh, try okay. it. Yeah, it's cool. Yummy. By the way, hey, Jer, how are you, buddy? Um, wow. Who gave you the recipe? Well, the barkeep. Did he really? Yeah. I'm surprised because usually his drinks are bad. Oh, you you like this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to take that shot. We're recording. Oh, we're recording? Yes. This we're is live. Oh, shit. We do live shows now. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey Marky. Uh, hey, this is okay. good. This so is good. Here's my question. Okay, sorry, yeah. Obviously, the Patriots, we love the fact that they've lost their mojo, but what do they actually need to do to get it back? You want to talk about that? No, I don't. <laughs> I was it say. was the only thing that kind of came to mind, though. <laughs> uh, you know, a receiver wouldn't help. Or hurt. Oh, Wait, yeah. What? Fair. Yes, they, probably. They do. Probably I, and and, and uh, as, as much as we love Tom, he he was throwing some decent balls. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah But yeah. they maybe weren't caught that well all the time. Ah. Uh, so they could use maybe a tight end, like 6'4", 260, blocks really well. Makes likes to party? <laughs> yeah, likes to party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't hurt them. How badly is that team campaigning, doing whatever they can, going to every Friday night, Saturday night, whatever night party in, in the Boston area, trying to find Gronk and say, hey, dude, come on. Please. One more time. Please. One more run. And you know that guy is so strung out on drugs now. Oh. It's like, there's no way I could pass a I, piss I would, test. He, and he, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just no way. No way that's happening. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they need it. I mean, obviously, the defense is great. I mean, they, they that wasn't the problem in their loss, obviously, right? They faced a really good offense, of course, and, and, and for the most part, shut them down. But that uh, it's looking rough on the offense. They don't have a real great running game. No. They don't have great receivers. Br Brady, to his credit, I will say, scrambled really well yeah. in and out of the pocket. He really and truly did. Yeah. Uh, he made time for himself, made time for the receivers, and uh, it's, it's it's a receiver's issue. It 100% yeah. truly is. And, it, and it's hard to solve because receiving is, is a difficult, uh, difficult position to master. And I think – from what I understand, more difficult in that offense where you're asked to do a lot of post-snap adjustments. Hmm. And a post-snap adjustment where the QB and the receiver aren't on the same page, 
The results are uh, pretty ugly. Yeah. You were supposed to go out. I thought it was in. Yeah. Ball goes way wide, right? So that's a tough place for those guys. So I, it, it's not something that's going to get fixed in a few weeks. Sure. Right? For the for all of us hoping that it does, yeah. it's unlikely that the receiver issue gets fixed. Maybe they figure out other ways to move the ball, but the receiver issue will be hard to fix unless they bring in someone that can really, um, really ball out, really be a star. What's Antonio Brown? What, I was going to say, what are the odds that this morally bankrupt franchise <laughs> decides that they're going to win above above all else and they decide to bring AB in for like a one and done. I would just say why not. Wow. At this point. Yeah. Seriously though, I mean what are they gonna tarnish the reputation? <laughs> no really. I mean I mean if if everyone thinks they'll do whatever it takes to win and it has worked apparently. Yeah. Uh what's the harm? Yeah, fair enough. Really? I mean if if they had Gronk and A B right now, I mean A B May not be able to get up to speed as quickly, but Grant should physically pending, right? He should be able yes. to come into that offense biologically <laughs> pending. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. If everyone thinks you're the bad guy, be the bad guy and win. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Mm. So I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I would still be surprised. Yeah, but it is within the realm of possibility. Why sure. the fuck are we talking about this? I don't know. We, we wasted too many, too many minutes. Seriously, on that. if you want the recipe for the Buffalo Bills table smash and want to see what we'll drink on our next show, just visit blitzedfootball.com and check out our Blitz Barkeep's blog, which is called Coach Behind the Stacks. And this is actually good for once. I mean, most of the <laughs> wait. First down. We really need a producer. I know. The Bills played the Ravens <laughs> as tough as any team has in the last eight weeks on Sunday. And even had a chance to tie it up at the end of the game yeah. until a Josh Allen fourth down pass fell incomplete in the end zone, thereby ending the game. Let me get rid of this behind the sticks thing, okay? Let's why don't we throw this up. Here we go. It's got some highlights here. Nice. Many Buffalo fans are saying that this is a moral victory after holding Lamar Jackson to pedestrian numbers and keeping it close to the end. Coach, do you believe in moral victories or only actual victories? I'm gonna I'm gonna walk the fence on that. Ah, I love it! Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what that's what the show does. So with the team, there's no moral victories. Right, I mean, you 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 talk about what you, what you could have done, what you should have done, and you, and you work towards next week. But with management, <laughs> there's a hey, we're almost there, we're close, and and even with the fan base, because you want to keep them pumped up. Like like, I, I would argue, I think my my general heart would argue that was a moral victory. That defense for Buffalo, mm. considering what the Ravens have done, thank you, uh, was phenomenal. Right, Lamar Jackson did not have a great day. He hasn't had a great day in a few weeks, mm. but they they kept him in check, right, for the most part. I mean, you look at that one long play to that tight end. I forget his name now. Hurst. Hurst, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it was a 60, 70 years. Like, that was a backbreaking play. I have no idea what went wrong there. But short of that play, there wasn't a lot of, like, dangerous, huge things. Jackson threw for 140. Right? I mean, And that, there was about 65 and take in, away, on that one take play. Take away that play. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's double digits. Yes. That's not MVP-level football. By anyone's stretch, right? Sure. So, so great defense. The offense looked rough. Yeah. But, I mean, I was watching the game. And I was just like, oh, I was trying to like, I was just so frustrated. Mm. But you also got to realize that Baltimore's got great defense. I mean, yeah. I think with his whole string of Baltimore success, 
the defense has gotten forgotten in the in the shine of Lamar Jackson's moves, right? Mm. And so that is a great defensive team, and they've always been great. That is what Baltimore is. Yeah, it's a great defensive yeah. franchise. So that's lost on this. Yeah. So th- the Bills, you look at a couple of the losses. They they lost a heartbreaker to the Patriots. I don't think that'll happen again. And they lost a heartbreaker to uh, to the Ravens now. And I th- I think they're there. And 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 you do look at the totality of things and say, you know what, we're there. Maybe we're not exactly where we want to be, but we're we're trending up. And in every season, you're always looking to get better every day and every week. Mm-hmm. And I think what's that's what the Bills are. And I think they can take that and say, we got better today. We lost today, but. We proved a lot, and we got better today, and we know, and that's a big piece of it, we have the confidence that we can take that next step hmm. to beating the great teams. Interesting. Right? And I think I think they are there. And that, to me, that's a moral victory. I know it sounds really pathetic. Yeah, but it's quite. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's also for a younger team or a team that doesn't have belief. Because mm. you have to believe you can win. If you go into a game and go, well, fuck, it's the Patriots. What's the point? Mm-hmm. You're done. Yeah. The game is over. So mm. I think the belief that comes from a moral victory gives you that morale to say, we fucking got this. Mm. We got this. I, I've spent weeks with, with my teams and, I, and, and against tougher teams just crafting that belief, building that belief, and making sure that they come out knowing they can win. Mm. And I think that's where that sits. Moral victories suck because because you still lose, mm. but if you can build from that and become a better and more bonded team, I think you can really drive off that. Okay, here's why all this is bullshit. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I ha- I poured my heart out. I know. Every team, and I it might just be the delirium of the third-degree burns talking here, but <laughs> the here's why that's bullshit, and it's because every team in the NFL – regardless of what anybody tells you, is in a win-now scenario. And here's why. No one seems to acknowledge that more than, I want to say, 30% of personnel generally turns over every year on every team in the NFL. And that's not including coaching staff. Often folks who get poached to be take greater sure, roles 100%. or become head coaches. Yep. And the thing yep. about the Bills right now is that you've got a coaching staff that's – you don't think Leslie Frazier is going to get a look at this point? I mean, he's oh, already been a head going. coach, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he yeah, could yeah. get poached. And yeah. next, now you've got a deficit. You've yeah. got a you've got yeah. a defensive coordinator who's going to come in and try to put in their own schemes, which can take. So time. you have to learn, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know that yeah. Dable's going to go anywhere, but the 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 point is, is that when you've got this kind of turnover of personnel, and when you hear that the Bills are building towards a like a a strong chemistry yeah. type of team, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but when you're turning over that much of your roster every year, you're going to have trouble maintaining that chemistry going forward. So don't tell me that a moral victory is good enough because what's going to happen next year? You're assuming that your moral victory means they're ascending next year, which they may not be. I have two rebuttals. Are you done? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm going to keep going. Okay. So, <laughs> fine. Let's hear it. What do you got? I have two rebuttals. Is Cincinnati in a win-now situation? Don't answer. That's just, that's just a rhetorical question. Yep. <laughs> and th- the other one is, there is turnover, and you're 100% correct. And every team and, 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 and the coaches that I've heard talk about this in the NFL say, we have a new team every year. So that's absolutely correct. But you, you rarely lose your core. 
I, I know that the Fraser thing is, is, is part of that in coaching side, but in, in a, in a group of players, you rarely lose your core. You, you're typically losing older guys, younger guys, mm-hmm. right? And, the, but you, you're keeping those eight to 10 guys. You're paying the money. Right. And that, that becomes the culture of your team. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm sitting on that culture. Of the team really sits with the guys that you have trusted with the money basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And if they c- if they can build up and believe like other teams have that consistently win Pittsburgh, shockingly is winning this year, right? Mm. Uh, seemingly against all odds, but they have a culture of of players that can keep that alive apparently, right? So I think mm. I think that part of it I think is good for the Bills. But other than that, your points were just fine. Oh, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> statistically, because I am the stats guy, what I would right, tell you is that right. every year. 15 out of the last 16 years, at least one team has gone from worst to first in their division. Huh. So what does that tell you about dynasties in the NFL? Don't tell, like, don't fall in love with the fact that, oh, we have the Patriots today mm-hmm. or Normally. now the Chiefs are doing it, uh, you know, in the AFC West. They've, they've won four division titles in a row. So that should be something that's consistent. It's not consistent. This is not what you typically see in the NFL. So the idea that, you're building a moral victory for what's happening like next year. That to me doesn't wash. That's for a fan base that's starving for a winner. That's for a yeah. fan base yeah. that's used to getting their face stomped yeah. on by everybody. And now they're saying, we hang with the big boys now. We didn't get yep. embarrassed in Buffalo. Yep. And that's what's good. But let me tell you some other stats here that aren't so great about the Bills game <laughs> that happened, okay? Even though... Lamar Jackson didn't have a, an all-world performance out there. He only got sacked once, okay? yeah, and he threw one pick. Josh Allen got bagged six times and was pressured 25 times in that game. Okay, The looks, Bills were 4 of 17 on third down. And the, even though the Ravens' average margin of victory is 15 points and the final score was 24-17, you still fucking lost, man. Okay? You still lost. There's nowhere to go. But up. But up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's move on. <laughs> Jesus, that make me up. so mad. <laughs> yes, Fine, I won. Go to the next I segment. Won. Right yeah, here. Coach, screw you. <clears throat> Second down. Shame. 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 Do you confess? Confess. Shame. 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 Confess. Shame. 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 Confession. Welcome to NFL Confessions where we take confession on behalf of NFL players, coaches, and fans, and sometimes ourselves. Oh, oh I wasn't ready for that. I know, Friar Tuck. Right. Right. Yes. Let where me find we? my let me find my notes here, Father. Where's I'm sorry. Flippy. Here we go. Here is our first confession Flippy. of the evening. Flippy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's not up there. <laughs> San Diego at fucking SeaWorld. <laughs> okay, here we go. If you're Mark Davis, owner of 
the Oakland Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders, yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders. Mm -hmm. After losing your third game in a row and getting bombed at home by the Titans, would you confess that you overpaid John Gruden, who is now 10 and 19 as the Raiders' head coach? See, <laughs> now, four weeks ago? Oh. No. Duh. Today? Kind of, yeah. Four weeks ago, they were 9 and 16. Wow. By oh, but they were ascending. But the, exactly. Some moral victories I, in there. I, I would tell people, that, yeah, yeah, your Raiders are looking good. They're looking good. They're Like you said, they're ascending. They're moving up. They're looking good. Now, I, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love their draft. Yep. But they got, they got work to do. They got work to do. Okay, here's what's crazy. Gruden is the second highest paid coach in the NFL. Only behind the guy that really should be the highest paid, Bill Belichick. Okay? Yeah. Belichick makes also anywhere between 10 and 12 and a half million. He also has two jobs. That's, yes, exactly. Right. So he's actually getting paid. Well, so does Gruden. He's a personality. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. a gig. <laughs> that's, right. that's a gig. But here's <laughs> something crazy that we pulled up in terms of stats. The Raiders at six and seven this year have a point differential of a minus 108 points. So they've lost seven. Yeah. One six. So when they lost <laughs> those seven. They really lost. They, like that's. They really they got hammered. They like absolutely over, got fucking that's hammered. That's like 15 points a game. They got fucking crushed. Plus. Absolutely crushed. Oh. Now, if you want to look at their own division, the Broncos, who are Actually, behind that, the Raiders yeah. Yeah, at five and eight. They have a point differential of minus 25. The Not Chargers, terrible. who no one can ever figure out, are 5-8 and eight as well, but a point differential of plus how, 38. How do you do that? I have no idea. They lose by one and they yeah. win by 50. Yeah. That's the way it goes. That's insane. And, of course, the Chiefs at 9-4 and four have a plus 90. But here's what's really telling. <laughs> if you look at the other 6-7 and seven teams in the NFL, the Buccaneers have a point differential of minus 3. That's good. The I mean, it's not great. The but. Colts have a point differential of plus one. Man. The Browns, minus 18. And the Cowboys, which no one can figure out, plus 67. Well, they played the Dolphins. <laughs> so for so, the life of me, I cannot figure out why this team can't min respond to Gruden. Minus 103 for that. That That is, that is awful. So, I mean, 108. <clears throat> 108. What, what that, 108, sorry. Yeah. What that tells me is that as before, we talked about that culture, that that sort of that core you need to kind of hold the line when shit's going down. Correct. They ha they don't have it. No. Like they have, it's literally they're devoid of that sort of fortitude and that culture in that core group that they have. They, they don't have a core group. No. Their core group's probably their la latest draft. Yes. So <clears throat> I think that's a big piece is that when they're down, they crumble. Yes. Hard. So they're gonna they're gonna be a couple of years and they're gonna need those moral victories, Father. Oh. To be able to build up mm -hmm. that fortitude, I see to hold strong during tough times. Oh, I shouldn't look directly in the sun. <laughs> That's how I got burnt in the, <laughs> the first sun's place. Actually, the sun's actually scared of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, man! I did. That I did that. <laughs> you are global warming. <laughs> Enough, father. Don't make me <gasps> blaspheme. Blaspheme. If you're Drew Brees. Oh. Do you just hate your defense now? I mean, what more does this guy have to do to win? Almost 350 yards passing, five touchdowns, 
and his team gives up 48 to the Niners well, in their own building? And then and then and then you give you 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 drive down with under a minute left and you score the the winning yes possibly the, yes, winning of field course goal. the winning oh and then and then in like 51 seconds or whatever the hell it was Niners came down and and, uh, and I mean without much trouble it seemed of course Kittle ran for like 60 yards over 37 10 guys. plus 15 for yeah. the face mask <laughs> yeah exactly that's right that's yeah. right but I mean I mean a beautiful run of course but I mean that's just awful yeah that's just awful. Uh, yeah, so if you're Drew Brees, publicly, of course, you can't diss your, anyone on your team. But, yeah, you're like, come on, guys. But how many Just times one has stop. New Orleans had stop. this incredibly high, high profile, high octane offense only yeah, to Jake. lose again and again and again because the <sighs> defense couldn't. Do you remember when Rob Ryan was there? And consistently, they were last in the NFL in like total yards and points. I don't know. I just, remember, I just remember the hair. It was just yeah, of course, and the giant fucking gut. <laughs> but the, it was just terrible to watch. Yeah. And you got a feel for a guy like Breeze, who's yeah. like, I mean, at least he got his one Super Bowl. But geez, this it's guy's gonna, gonna go down as like that. the greatest statistically. Oh yeah, as a quarterback oh, in yeah. NFL history, which is shocking considering the guy's like five yeah. eleven, and no one ever thought he was gonna be able to play. But my God, I mean, this guy just must be so pissed off the and fact that he can't do enough for his team. And he'll never win an MVP. Right? Exactly. You know why? Because his fucking defense won't will allow his team to actually win enough games. And because MVPs is, is a lot to do with wins as much as anything else. That's what, exactly what I just said. No, but but you didn't totally say it. I, oh, I, I just made okay. it very clear. Good. No, that's yeah. good. Appreciate no, it. I was more clear. No, it's you know it's. I was more clear. It's not bad enough that my skin is actually just peeling off my face right now, but you have to be <laughs> obstinate. I'm just right. Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Didn't yeah. listen. Yeah. Didn't I'm, listen. Well, I'm listening. I'm just right. If you're Jerry Jones. Would you confess that if you thought Cowboy fans would buy in, the best midseason replacement for head coach is you? If, if, if I'm Jerry Jones, of course I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> i got an eagle the size of Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's – I actually really like how much he's standing behind this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't like Jones. I don't think Jones shouldn't even talk to the press. Like, Every well, most most other owners, right? Mm. Uh, I think he should just <clears throat> be he's an not owner. Just an owner, he's a GM. Well, he's a GM too, and and but both of those roles should not be in front of the press every week discussing the game because both of those roles aren't about win this week. Mm. Those roles are about what's next year look like. What's my draft class look oh. like? Who do I who do I keep? Oh. Like they they're, they should be two to three years ahead. Whoa. of this week's game, really. They should be. Mm. Maybe that's their problem. Oh. 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 Hmm. Okay, we're behind on time. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Last but certainly not least, if you're a Jets or a Dolphins fan, would you confess that Adam Gase is not the QB whisperer that they sold to? Yes. Okay. So (laughs) I got to reel off a couple couple of stats here, okay? Because... This is quite shocking. And the reason why we brought this up is because Tannehill is now just blowing up for the Titans. <clears throat> oh, God, yeah. Uh, now, Gase was the coach in Miami for three years. Of course, Tannehill was oft injured when he was there, but he still had some stats. So let's bring those up. So under Gase, Tannehill's TD percentage was 5%. In 2019, with the Titans, it's 7.2%. That's better, right? Yeah. His, uh, his <laughs> yards per average... <laughs> 
throw under 10 under Gase, 7.4 yep. this year 9.8 Almost his completion 10. percentage has gone from 64% to 74%, and his quarterback rating has gone from, well, it's just gone up 28 points. Just it's so. not really a big deal, right? And, and and the one thing, like, the completion percentage above 70 is, like, that's top-tier quarterback. It's amazing, it right? It really and it's truly incredible. is. And, and there's a small fine line, low 60s to 70s. If there's, But if you're low 60s, you're not so good. If you're low 70s, you're top-tier. It's that tight, but, it, but it's real. Yeah. And a whisperer of quarterbacks... Is meant to get you there. Totally. He did not. He did not. And proof positive, uh, <laughs> Jets fans, you will attest to this, <laughs> is that, <laughs> you know, Sam Darnold, as a rookie, uh, had a TD percentage of 4.1. And under Gase, it is ballooned to 4.3%. Incredible. His, wow. His, <laughs> his, his average yards per throw in 2018, 6.9. Under Gase, Boom! Seven. Point, and his completion point, seven, percentage. Seven point? Seven point oh. Oh, zero. Yes. Oh, sorry. I know, but still an explosion <laughs> upwards. His completion percentage has absolutely risen from 58 oh. to 62%. And his quarterback rating is really, really exploded here. 78 <laughs> to 84. Which, Coach, I think you'll agree with me, might have something just to do with I've been in this league for yeah, a little while. It, 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 those aren't statistically significant changes, obviously. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need no need to, don't need to be a stats guy to know that. No, right? No, no. It, it's 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 interesting because we've talked before about Gase is like the whisperer who like he coached Peyton Manning in his 16th year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I mean, he, exactly. Like, these weren't good examples. I I don't know where this comes out. I think he he for half a season he taught Jay Cutler to not throw off his back foot. And Jay had some good numbers. Okay. That was it. But that was it. But Jay Cutler is not a good resume rationale for success. Yeah, but when you think about it, it's like even <laughs> if Gaze could get through to that fucking guy, oh, okay. then maybe he can get through to anybody. I think Jay was just mesmerized by his eyes. Oh, totally. Didn't know if he was talking to him or but not. But then the effect wore off after a while. Well, half a season. Exactly. And besides, yeah. uh, Gaze was holding the cigarettes anyway. Uh, that's all we have for confessions. I think it was pretty good. I think we covered that, Father, didn't we? I think we did great. Excellent. I need a drink. Bless you. Right. That's called a sacrament uh, on this show. A sack? Jesus, let's just move what? on. This is just embarrassing. I don't know what's going on. I'm just embarrassed for I you. Know what's just happened? Yep, exactly. Let's go. What? Are we still here? No. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's lots of talk of changing the playoff format, and it may be addressed in the offseason, meaning the teams with the best records should host playoff games, what? not just divisional winners. So it's looking more and more like either Seattle or San Francisco will travel to shitty Dallas or shitty Philly, <laughs> despite having probably three to five more oh, wins yeah. oh, yeah. than these teams. 100%. I'd like to hear what you think, Coach. 
I have a very strong opinion on this. Please. Very strong. Win your goddamn division. <gasps> win it. Just win your division. The first thing you talk about every year is win your division. They're trying. But they didn't do it. What are you talking about? One Seattle or San Fran will not win their division. Oh, they're both going to go 13 and, 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 and 3, and, the, the and you're both, telling me, oh, both, win your fucking division. They'll both have 12 or 13 You pathetic wins. losers. Yes. Oh, wow. You failed. Tough love. You failed to win your division. So so here's the thing that I, that I like. You know what? Finishing second would be a hell of a moral victory in the <laughs> NFC West. Wouldn't it, though? Oh, yeah. You got <laughs> even a tough division. Even the third place team might have 10 wins. I think so. Yeah, it's true. Right? They will. It's incredible. So, so I think that... Uh, I, I do firmly believe in the divisional breakdown, and I do firmly believe that mm. divisions matter. And and I it, it becomes like a little microcosm mm. where rivalries are built. Oh, rivalries are built because you play the three teams in your division twice, and you are battling. You're watching their games. You're making sure you're keeping pace. Like the whole league is structured around how do I win that thing? Mm. And if you take away that thing, you take away that sort of. That that rivalry, that that sort of those those blood matches, those those games where you know Miami can be like one and ten facing the Patriots at ten and one, and it's still a competitive game because because the Patriots only have a five game lead in the division. <laughs> but but it's it's because they hate each other <laughs> and they're rivals and they bring it out. I mean the, the the biggest upsets in in the league, I'm sure, are because of divisional games where a team that's kind of out of it, but then they play. Well, that's that's my division rival. Like it, it's like college. It's 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 sort of like your <clears throat> your rival game, and it and it it brings out the fans. It brings out a lot of energy, and I, and I just I just love the passion behind the division rivals. I think the, I think that's a big, maybe understated, but at least but a big big part of how the NFL is great. But we're talking about we're not talking about excluding a divisional winner. We're talking about a divisional winner not hosting the game because they're just not that fucking good. I know, but it, but that's the reward. Really? Because it, it's like saying, yeah, you suck. But it's it's taking the value away. It's diminishing the value from winning that title. No, because without you get the, the title. Because without the title. Do you get the banner then? It, I don't know. Because how do you display yeah, the sure. banner at that game? Oh, is that what they do? It's the banner. It's all they about, do the, the, banner it's all about later. the banner. They do the it's all, banner. It's all later. about the banner. Hey, oh, fuck. It's <laughs> oh, the, the banner. Me. It's just killing me. Unreal. Okay, are we? Uh, no, this is. I think unreal. I've won two. I'm two for two. Wow, Tartan Tony's loving you. Tartan Tony's awesome. Jesus. Tartan Tony knows football. That's what <sighs> it's all about. And anybody, anybody's aware of Tartan. Tartan Tony, would you recommend like an aloe for this? <laughs> That's right. Some kind of a bomb. What kind of cream is best for <laughs> that? <laughs> for stuff. My face is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> we turn off the studio lights in a moment. Here. I don't think we need any lights at all. Uh, probably like Rudolph over here. Uh, whoa! Whoa! <sighs> okay. I uh, yeah. Let's. I'm fuck it. You got nothing, do you? You want to say something? I do. Say it. I do. Say it. We're not that far over, are we? Uh, no. Well. Yeah. We, yeah. No. Fuck it. We gotta go. Ugh. Yeah. I know. Ugh. You did well. <laughs> you did well. Let's. You're go not to, doing well. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, I'm right starting to pass out. Yeah, we're going to fourth down. <laughs> Fourth down. Uh, we have a record to announce. <gasps> Are you ready? Hang yeah. on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I hold my breath. 
Record breaker. Go, grab it. Go. Oh shit! I gotta turn it on. Go, record breaker. Go, do it in. Record breaker. Okay, okay. Gosh, Clippy, where are you? I know, Clippy. Fuck you. Okay, God. so this week, as for those of you just tuning in who have never seen our show before, welcome. Uh, every every week every on week. the show, we bring you an NFL record that is so obscure that no one's really talking about it, and that's part of the value of the show because it is, though. We're, we obs- are. we're obscure. We're obscure. What yeah. we say is obscure. Mostly wrong. Is that what we say? I but. think we're going to do our next show in French. <gasps> that's how obscure this uh-huh. is. This show. <laughs> that's just, it's going to be 35 <laughs> minutes of that. Okay. So number one uh, is we have two. two. Re- we have two records to go out. They can, both go to rookies. Can you do the graphic and sound effect again? No, I I've totally I, I lost it. Clearly you can't. I've totally lost it. Yeah. Our first record goes to, let me just throw up the monitor here. Our first record goes to uh, Alamity Zacchaeus. That name is the record. Exactly. I love it's the it. longest name in NFL history. Congratulations. <laughs> no, uh, he set a record for the longest first catch in NFL so history. This is a rookie. This is his very first catch of all time in the NFL, of course. Yes. Damn. I know. And it goes for 93 yards 93. and a touchdown. Like most receivers won't even have that. You ever. know what's incredible is he finished the game so with cool. 93 yards receiving That's an incredible and a day. touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good day, right? I should have been in fantasy. Not exactly a fantasy pickup. Okay. <laughs> and our second record. Record breaker. There's no graphic. I know, but it's okay. Goes to Jesus. rookie quarterback, Broncos rookie quarterback, Drew Locke, who became the first rookie quarterback in NFL history huh. to throw for at least 300 yards and three touchdowns in his first road start. Coach, what do you think about that? Can I I'm going to say something really weird here. Oh, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Andrew Luck. Mm, go on. Drew Brees. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I just I just remarked like is is this like a cousin? Is this some sort of like doppelganger? Like, what's going on here? No, his name is Locke. I know, but it's Andrew so close. Locke's name is Locke. But they're both kind of a Drew. Uh-huh. And just one little like enunciation difference in the last name. Am I going off on a weird tangent here? No, this is exactly what I you expected know, to I, do. I need rookie here. Yeah, you really to, do. Because rookie this feels would, like a rookie take. Rookie would take this yes. and blow it up into something brilliant. But it's exactly right. All I've got right now is the fact that I love Drew Locke. Yes. And I talked about pre, pre-show. And the fact, I just love his energy. I just love that mm. this guy loves football. Mm. And and I know they all kind of love football. But, like, he's making a point to just, as he said, he's, he's like, I am confident. But I'm confident in my ability to just to just play. Yeah. And to just love this game. And, and he's talking about we, we get to play this game since we're kids. Like, he's just, he's just excited. Ugh. And excitement is exciting. That's as true. Weird, as weird as that sounds. Yes. But it is. Like, like the Broncos needed something to rally behind. Yes. And an energetic young guy who's doing well. That's freaking awesome for that franchise. A storied franchise. One of the key franchises, in my mind, of the NFL. And they needed and have been searching desperately for a guy that can be their standard bearer. And maybe they've got him. I know you're... You're the pessimistic fan for the Broncos. We all kind of have this sort of thing with our own teams, but uh-huh. but 
I believe in Drew Locke. Wow. I'll, I'll believe for you. Do you know who really believes in Drew Locke? All, Elway? John Elway. He better believe. <laughs> because if he, he has to if believe. He whiffs on this guy, I think Elway is going to get whiffed out yeah. of town. Yeah. Uh, by I the like way, it. Tony, there's no fucking way I'm putting Icy Hot on my face, man. <laughs> What are you, what are you, that's like putting acid on my face. But look at his rationale for it. I'll take that. What? For the purpose of our entertainment? Yeah, our entertainment. Our entertainment. Oh, now you got a, like a thing going on with Tartan Tony. Hell yeah. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right. Solid. You don't even know where he's from. North America. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Tony, I know you're from Chicago. <laughs> I would drink with you any day of the week. <laughs> fucking coach would catch a plane to fucking San Diego if I'll he wanted to see you. I'll find okay? you. I'll find you eventually. Whatever. Okay. So here's what we're gonna talk about. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna throw this up on screen here. Let me get my little thing going here. You can't see this shit. guy here. Ooh. Yeah. This guy's name is Jeff Lanham. Okay. He's a big Bengals fan. Super. Super fan. And he was rewarded last week with the Bengals' first win of the season over the Jets. Because who doesn't fucking beat the Jets? Well, only the Cowboys. <laughs> Not only was it his team's first win, but it also meant that Jeff could move out of his makeshift tent on the roof of his bar in Milan, Indiana, Indiana, where he'd been sleeping for the past 57 days until wow. the Bengals won a game. 57 days. 57 days. Damn. He decided that he was going to make this bet with yeah. a friend of his, yeah. and he said, I'm going to sleep on the roof of my bar until the Bengals win a game. I love it. I know. I Honestly, I love this guy. Oh, good. Be not that he made a dumb bet and followed through. Yes. Well, of course. Not many guys do that. Okay, so I have two points, all right? Just First of all... I wasn't aware that there were any Bengals super fans. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were extinct. <laughs> okay, that was terrible. Oh, God. No, oh, that was God. pretty fucking good. Okay, oh. but secondly, it made us think of some of the dumbest bets that have ever been wagered, right? Yes. So we looked up a few, because why wouldn't you, okay? Dumbest so ever. here comes one. See this guy on the screen here? He's not that big, but... This is a bet that this guy lost, a 22-year-old from New Zealand. He lost a drunken bet at poker where, if he lost, he had to change his name <laughs> oh, to no. Full Metal Havoc, more sexy and intelligent than Spock and all other superheroes combined with Frost Nova. That is so good! Isn't that the best? And here's the greatest oh, thing. My God. Because his name changed was less than 100 characters when he submitted it. It is a, It was an accepted name. No. It is now on his passport and on his license and all oh, this fucking crazy shit. Think of all the shit. nicknames you could pull off, though. <laughs> am I going to be Nova. Am I going to be all the other? Am I going to be... How dope is that? Like, that So what so name good. do you go by? Hey, Fully. And how drunk do you have to be to come up with that hey, name? Frosty. Exactly, right? Like, the guy that made up that name is the true hero here. You know what that guy did? <laughs> All that guy did to come up with that name is he went on his text... Yeah, and he yeah, just yeah, went yeah, into yeah, auto complete yeah, all the words, yeah. and that's all it was. <laughs> okay, there's a crazy bet. Okay, this one is even crazier. What? In 1996, gambler Brian Zembek of Toronto, Canada, Canada, entered into a bet with his friend, who was also another gambler. The bet it was yeah. that if Zembek, if Zembek received breast no. implants and kept them for a year, his buddy would give him. 
$100,000. There he is. And not only did he win the 100K from his friend, apparently he still has the implants. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And I mean, 100K for breasts for a year? No brainer. No. 38 C's. Fucking he got brainer. himself some 38 C's. Look at that. Right? Oh, my God. I Don't love you love it I how his chest is now offensive? Like we have to yeah, start yeah, out? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> okay. Now, let's move on to the uh, NFL because this is quite good. Now, if you're a Texans fan, I don't know if you know about this guy, uh, but this guy really followed through with his bet. Okay, this is okay. you're about to show some serious respect for this I, guy. Okay, I'm, I'm getting there. I can't, I can't put on any audio for uh, legal purposes, but <laughs> let's just bring him up on screen here. And here yeah. he is, launching his own YouTube video, because back in I think 2013, yeah, he said because the Texans were losing to the Chargers at halftime, mm -hmm. and he said. Guys, if our Texans, if, if, if the God above will only will our Texans to a victory over the Chargers, I will drink my own piss. <laughs> Here he is drinking his own urine, and he put it on YouTube. That's the man. That's Look at the this. Man. Unreal. Here he goes. Gonna take a little whiff here. I don't think he likes the oh, smell. It's not that good. Smell. But here we go. Bang. Oh. And he follows through. What a mad, hero. mad respect. What a hero. Okay. Now I missed it. Was that chilled or room temperature? Now here's the funny thing. He had some chilled urine, and he mixed it with a little bit of warm urine, just so you could hear off screen in the YouTube video that it was authentic urine. He peed into the glass. So. He chilled his own urine before this. He sure did. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Which is not unusual. <laughs> yeah. If you're into that thing. No. Oh. The it, is that unusual? Golden showers? No. I, I didn't say golden showers. I'm not a fucking monster. Jesus. Well, I, I don't know how these things work. Look at me. Am let's, I that guy? Let's, fin <laughs> let's finish up <laughs> with the grand champion. Oh. Oh, there's one more. John and Nicole Grant from Illinois. We're in Mayville, Wisconsin. They were in a bar one Monday night to watch the game between the Packers and the so Bears. Just Mayville, like it sounds very. It sounds like Fargo. Yes, like it does. Just a very kind of. It's Wisconsin. That's yeah. what happens there. Okay. Just okay. Weird shit happens in Wisconsin. Okay. So Nicole, the wife, a huge Packers fan, okay. told her husband, who's on screen here. There he is. Told her husband <laughs> that if her team lost to her husband's Bears team oh. that she would allow him to use a stun gun on her. Holy shit. Following the Bears' victory. Because, of course, Aaron Rodgers got injured and Josh McCallan moved in victory. Ooh. Nicole Grant called the police from the bowling alley where they were both fucking hammer drunk after John Grant had shocked her with a taser not once, <laughs> not twice, but three times. <laughs> She never specified an amount of times. <laughs> John Why was would arrested. Why hit her three times, John? John was arrested. You're a husband. John was arrested <laughs> after Mrs. Grant told the police she didn't think her husband would actually follow through. And do you know why? That's guy code bet. 
Like you make a bet, you make a bet. This guy is like the best. Oh, I love it. This you guy co- is Although, the best. Although I can't condone the three types. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the best. The one time? No. I'm out. I'm good. Yeah, fair enough. The three times? I don't know. Although what did she say between 1 and 3? I don't know. Okay. Look at this. Here's Tartan Tony. Should have made him eat asparagus the day before the chuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so good. At least it would have smelled okay. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It's awful. That's fucking terrible. Okay, that's pretty good. Dude. That's pretty good. We're Tartan going to Tony, Sh- you're the man. We're going to Chicago or wherever, I love it. wherever yeah, you exactly. are. Exactly. I don't know how to get rid of this now. Oh, there we go. I can get rid of it. Clippy, where are you? Yeah, I know. Shut up, Clippy. Uh, He's not even here. I know. We still hate him. still tell him to shut Still up. hate him. That puts a wrap on this episode. Thank goodness. Special thanks to our barkeep. Yeah. For the Buffalo Bills table smash. Delicious for once. And to the good folks of the sun protection industry. (laughs) You are. I'm bought in now, people. I'm bought in. You're the light of this room. Don't touch me. All right. No. God. If you'd like to see or hear more episodes of Blitz, just go to blitzfootball.com. They're all there. Every Every, painful one. Every last terrible one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or follow us on. Oh, wait a second. I can pull up the Twitter banner. Here we go. Look at this. Oh, is there a banner? There we go. Or follow us uh, at Blitz Football. There you go. You can do it. Thanks for tuning in. And by the way, Patriots play the Bengals next week. So go Bengals! <laughs> go Bengals! <laughs>